Chapter Two: The Watcher in the Wood. For many days, the four companions traveled: Erelor on Daromil, the brown stallion; Aileen on Heroldwil, the black stallion; and Elibor and Dorn on the two-pony-driven wagon. Across the Roadweed fields they rode through the chill of the morning and rested in the cold of night. On their third night of traveling, they had reached the edge of the fields near the borders of Limberwood Forest, and there they rested. We shall enter the forest tomorrow. If these maps are correct, all we have to do is continue to walk towards the north. Ooh, long has it been since a soul has entered the dreary wood. They say it is a haunted wood back in Timberruin. It became a dark place after the treeborn were killed. Once they walked beneath the leaves, fair and tall, with hair like reeds. They slept and woke to song of birds. They sang and spoke in soft, long words. They befriended elves and sang thus soft, with heads laid back and arms aloft. But darkness fell in the shadows' age, and now they dwell in a dark cage. It is a sad tale. The chasm of shadows has claimed many a good soul. Indeed, I can't say I care much for walking trees, but this tale does indeed make me heart glum. Tales of the great deeds of the treeborn have reached even the kingdom of men. In the age of the kings, it was said that some of the wraithlings left the dead citadel and journeyed into the lumber mood. Yes, but whether they still dwell in the dreary wood, none know.、Uh, might we not travel another way? Traveling through lumber mood forest is the quickest way. What have you to fear, barbarian? I would have thought that you would be raring to venture into the wood.、Uh, unfortunately, I keep me. Dwarven mindset in the matter of forests. I shall never understand this fear that dwarves hold against the woodlands. Our reasons are our own. I would not be making merry and sharing tales of dwarven follies. <laughs> <laughs> They slept then, all of them. None remained awake. None stood guard, and none saw the pair of sparkling brown eyes that peered out through the branches of the forest. The next morning, the air was cold. More so than had been the previous mornings, it was a sure tiding that winter was quickly coming. The party rose and loaded up and set out once more toward the dreary wood. I shall feel safer under the eaves of the trees. Many dark eyes are watching us. I don't see how it will be any better in the forest. Tirithgar, they say that every tree is the same as the next. A boring design, most of the men call. Hence the title of dreary wood, which all men have given it. Though it is a bit dreary and boring, it is still full of wonder. Whispers flow in the soft wind, whispers of the treeborn long gone. It is as if the trees miss them, as if they are singing their sadness. What you be hearing, Ranger? All I be hearing is the creaking of limbs and the shivering of leaves. Yet there is a tempo to these noises. If you should listen closely, within the next few trots of their horses and ponies, the companions found themselves in the belly of the dim-lit forest. It was full of many trees, but whereas the trees would be variant in shape and size in a normal forest, these trees held nothing special. Each tree was indeed the same as the next. 
and their grey bark gave them an unhealthy appearance. The forest almost seemed dead. Almost. In Eleuthiad, the Lady Maetalin says that the Treeborn shall return one day. They shall be released from the Chasm of Shadows. The same is said in Timberwood. But on the day of Hadmoria and Elorian's return, Allah's soul shall be released from the darkness that has ensnared. What was that? Shh! I'd say we're not alone in this dark forest. And you would be right. Eyes watch us from the trees. Fell eyes? I cannot tell. Quiet. The ranger stepped softly toward one of the many trees in the forest. Like a snake, his arm coiled around the side of the tree, grabbed hold of something, and pulled the water out into the open. Here you are. Ah! What in the name of... You. You're... All of the members of the party stood in silence, staring in awe upon the creature that stood before them. Tall it was, with hair as green as grass, with a few leaves sticking out here and there, and eyes sparkling brown. His arms were long and reached to his knees, and at the end of each arm were twig-like fingers. A brown-green beard entangled with leaves and small branches protruded from under the creature's mouth and fell to its thin belly. This strange beast had the overall impression of a tall, thin tree. You are a tree-born! Nay, nay. I am but a leafling, a child of the first treeborn. But how? There are no treeborn left. Well, at least until I grow into my branches. The last of the treeborn departed from the material planes, not this past night. To think that treeborn is still alive in this time. I am sorry for you, Leafly, but with your birth, there may yet be hope for the Treeborn. Aye. Does it have a name? You may call me Ludwig. I am the last descendant of the great Longerweed, one of the first Treeborn to walk Etherrealm. It is a pleasure to meet one of your kind, Ludmut. Long have I wished to gaze upon a Treeborn or one of their offspring. And it is a pleasure to meet one of the Icelles. The silver and are... were held in highest praise and song here in Amarod. But what are your names, good travelers? And what seek you here in the forest of my fathers? I am Aeline. That is Erelor Ildain, captain of Tirithgar, Dornan Hammerhelm, the blacksmith of the Hormengard Outlands, and Elebror, who is the last of the Timberuan Rangers. Ah, Timberuan. Long have my fathers of all spoken of the Emerald Wood. This is the first I have laid eyes upon one of the Rangers. But surely, he cannot be the last. Alas, it is true. The rangers of the Timber Ruin have immersed themselves in the Dark Powers. They have joined leagues with the Dark One. Curse him! Curse that fell beast! He has corrupted many a good soul in Etherrealm and beyond. Forgive my interruption, but the hour is late. 
We must be picking up the pace. To where do you travel in such haste? To Amnesar. We are tracking a host of riders from Borog Midroth that seek the Black Blade. The land of ash is the death ground for many a good tree. My wooden heart aches for the very tree that God that fell weapon. For the curse upon them is heavy. And they cannot rest. You speak as if you already know of the Dark Lord's finding of the Black Sword. Aye. Much of the trees here Mummerwood whispered to me. I know all that goes on in these lands. From the dirt, to the grass, to the trees, the rumors pass until they reach my ears. These riders are already a day and a half ahead of you. Then we must go now. Be still, for they rest now. The riders of the Dark Land will not rest. Yet they have. Into the Keldwaran woods they have ridden to their own ill fate. Not even the evil riders of Borog Midroth can escape the spells and sorcery. Of the slumbering wood. How long might they be resting? The trees tell me they have only just begun to rest. And so they shall stay for another twin song. Now we shall be passing them by far if we ride swiftly. For that leaves us two days to catch up. And that will be more than enough. You may. May? Yes. For the length of the Keldwaran is great. And it may take you some time to navigate around it. Once again, I use the word may. For there is a quicker way, a way which only one soul knows. Who? Will you not tell us? Many years has it been since I had a great stroll about the countryside. Then you wish to accompany us? I would not say no to such an invitation. Oh, oh no. You, you cannot be serious. I will not be riding alongside a tree. Quiet, Dorn. The presence of the last leafling in our party would be most honoring. Oh, most wonderful. And do not growl, so dwarf. I will neither ride horse nor sit on carriage. My long strides are great enough to even outrun the fastest of stallions. Then off we go, with yet another great addition to our company. Ah, how great will it be to breathe the outside air. It has been many decades since I have done so. And the company of now five continued their long journey to Umisal unknowing of what lay ahead between them and the lands of Ash. <laughs>